Lightning Bug Radio Theater presents The City Burns at Night. The place is Hollywood. The year, 1947. As our story begins, intrepid reporter Tom Miller has just moved to Los Angeles and is quickly learning to work in a town built on dreams. Join us now for the first chapter, Hot Off the Press. nothing but glamour and glitz. That's why hundreds of young kids come out here every day, hoping that their dreams will carry them to the top. Oh, a few of them actually make it, but most of them end up on the bottom of the heap before they pack it up and head back home, back to the real world. Yeah, I came out here too, right after the war, but I'm a reporter. I got to see the underbelly real quick. The dirt that they always like to keep swept up under the rug. I learned my lesson real quick. These days I just sit back and watch it all from the outside. But back then, well, sometimes I just couldn't resist the urge to get in on the act. Get those people back behind the trucks! I don't want anyone else getting hurt if this place gets out of hand! What kind of disease mind sets fire to an apartment building where children live? Hey, Chief! That guy just jumped the barricade! Hey, Stop him! Hey, you! Where do you think you're going? Tom Miller from the LA Chronicle. Chief Baker, is this the worst of the arsonist who has been terrorizing the city? Oh, go chase an ambulance! Can't you see I'm trying to keep this place from spreading? Help! Help! Chief, look, there's two kids still trapped in the building. Oh my God, we gotta get those kids out of there. Quick, get a ladder up to that window. Your men won't make it in time. I'm going in after those kids. What the heck is he doing, that crazy reporter? He'll never make it out alive, not in this place. Oh, now I got three people we gotta rescue. Hurry up and get that ladder up there. Get some men ready to go inside. And if you do get that reporter out alive, I'm gonna kill him. Just report the news around here. We don't make it. Well, I apologize for that, sir. But when I saw those kids, I just... <laughs> hey, congratulations. Uh, only kidding. That was first rate. First rate. A fine job. I thank the lot, sir. This is our best front page story yet. Chronicle reporter saves kids in burning building. 
Not only that, but you made the front page of every other page in the city. Hey, Miller, how would you like to come to a party tonight? Why, I'd love it, sir. But if you don't mind, I think I'd like to go home and change first. Oh, certainly. You don't want to meet W.H. looking like that. <laughs> Say, who's W.H.? Who? W.H.? W.H. Harper. You work for him. He owns the Chronicle. Pal, you are definitely on your way up. <laughs> so then I just grabbed the kids and ran out. I didn't even have time to be scared, until I got out, that is. Uh, Jenkins, this is some reporter you've got here. Fine young man. You keep up the good work, Miller. You keep up the good work. Thanks a lot, Mr. Harper. I appreciate it. Uh, if you don't mind, Mr. Jenkins, I think I'd like to go hit the punch bowl. Well, sure, Miller. Go right ahead. Well, you must be the hero everyone is talking about. The one who saved the children in the fire. Why, yes, I am. How did you know? Well, everyone here is either in the movies or a business tycoon, and you don't look like either one. Meaning I'm the only one here not dressed to the nines. Oh, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to embarrass you. That's all right. Don't worry about it. I'm Tom Miller. Trudy Wilkes. That was a very brave thing you did. Most people would have been too frightened. Well, danger has always intrigued me. In fact, sometimes I go looking for it, just for the excitement. Is that why you became a reporter? You know, I never thought of it that way before, but... Probably. Yeah. Uh, would you care for some punch, Miss Wilkes? You can call me Trudy, and no thank you. I'm sure it's spiked, and I don't drink. Ah, well, Trudy, would you care to dance then? Yes, I would. Are you new in town? Yeah, I just moved out here a few weeks ago. Come back east. Well, then, if you're going to be a reporter in Hollywood, you need to find out who is who. See that man over there? That's William Wade, the film director, and, uh... Over there, that's George Mitchell. He's a producer. That man is Thomas Feinstein. He's in banking. He mostly finances films. Who is that? That blonde. The one over there in the slinky black dress, hiding behind her bangs. I knew the one you meant. Don't you recognize her? Is she an actress? Of course. Don't you go to the movies? No. I think the last film I saw was Silent. <laughs> her name is Irene Fay. She was really big for a while. She married a producer, Derek Saltzman. I'd point him out, but I don't see him around anywhere. So what happened? Why isn't she bigoted? She broke the rules. She caught Saltzman with another woman, and then went crying to the press. She tried to ruin his career, but it backfired on her. She was a nobody when she married him, and without his support, the studio won't touch her. So they're still married? Yes, but not really. He's got the house in Malibu, and she's got the one in Beverly Hills. I'd stay clear of her, though. Saltzman is extremely jealous. Some town. There is one person you haven't told me about. Who? You. Me? I'm, a, I'm an actress. Well, I, I'm trying to become an actress. Actually, I sort of crashed this party. I was hoping to meet someone important, you know, who could help me with my career. Trying to get discovered. I see. So tell me, how do you know so much about this town? I just read the trades and the gossip pages. Well, I see I definitely have a lot to learn about this place. I was wondering if you could fill me in sometime. Say... Tomorrow night over dinner? Uh, well, normally I don't accept invitations from men I've just met, and uh, especially on such short notice. But um, something tells me I should make an exception this time. Uh, Miller, come into my office. Yes, sir. Miller. 
thanks to your bravado at the fire last night, I'm putting you on the arsonist story. Why, thanks, Mr. Jenkins. Now, take a look at this map. This shows all the places that the arsonist has hit, but there just doesn't seem to be any sense to it. There's an office building, an abandoned warehouse, a movie producer's house, and then the apartment building the other night. I just can't figure it. It just looks like we've got some lunatic running around with a pack of matches. Exactly. Why don't I go hang out at the police station this afternoon and see what I can dig up? The cops always know more than they're telling. I'm sure I can get someone down there to sing for a price. <laughs> Miller, I like your style. Tell me, uh, how did it go with that young lady you met last night? It was okay. I mean, she's, she's real nice and, uh, oh, and quite a looker, too. Uh, yeah, but what? Well, she's kind of a goody-two-shoes. She doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't go out to bars. I mean, she wouldn't even let me kiss her goodnight. I like a girl with more of a... an adventurous streak. <laughs> There's plenty of adventurous gals around here. You just found the only one that isn't. Uh -huh. I'd say she still got your attention pretty good, though. Oh, yeah? I'm sure you put it together pretty quick that she was a nice girl. If you didn't, I hired the wrong reporter. Anyway, there was a ton of gals at that party. Any other guy would have ditched her for greener pastures, but you saw her home. Okay, so Jenkins was right. Trudy did make quite an impression on me. But I didn't have time to worry about that. I had a story to write, and right now I was just staring at a blank page. So, I hightailed it over to the police station to see what I could dig up. The police records are in here. Now, I can only give you ten minutes. If we get caught, I'll lose my job. Or worse. Thanks, officer. I hope that this will help make up for your trouble. Hey, a fiver. Thanks, pal. Well, let's start with the A's. Bingo, what do you know? Arsonist, right in front. Good thing I wasn't looking for a zookeeper. Now, let's see what the cops know about this guy. Hmm, a map just like the one Mr. Jenkins showed me. But do they have a suspect? Yeah, <laughs> this is it. Even got a picture courtesy of the county pen. What an ugly mug. Dark hair, beady eyes. Sheesh, I wonder where he got that scar. Now, who is this guy? Frank Kelman, convicted of arson, served four years. Got out six months ago. Uh, last employer, Derek Saltzman. I've got to call Mr. Jenkins. Chronicle, this is Jenkins. Mr. Jenkins, this is Miller. Look, I got a line on the suspect. His name's Frank Kelman. He used to work for Derek Saltzman as a chauffeur. I'm heading over to the Saltzman place right now. Very interesting, Miller, but you can bet the police have already questioned Saltzman. I doubt you'll be able to get near him. I've got an idea. I'm going to try talking to the missus. Don't worry, I know an old trick that's sure to get me in. I just need a necklace. Do you plan on buying one? No, there's a cab company just up the street. I'm sure there's one in their lost and found that can weasel out of them.
I strolled into the cab company I spotted down the street. I had to walk all the way to the back before I spotted the dame who was working the cage, sitting there reading one of those gossip rags. Excuse me. Yeah? My wife lost a necklace in one of your cabs the other night, and I was wondering if someone might have found it. What's it look like? Well, it's about, uh, so long, and, uh, it's covered with lots of, uh, bead things. Beads like this? Yeah. Yeah, just like that. Yeah, most people call them pearls. Take a look, see if it's yours. Yeah, this is it. Definitely her necklace. My wife would be so thrilled to get this back. You know, this was a gift from her mother. Yeah, a, a wedding gift. Thanks. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm not so sure she bought my act, but at that point, I didn't care. I had what I needed to get in to see Irene Faye and hopefully get something out of her. This has been Chapter 1 of The City Burns at Night, Hot Off the Press, performed in front of a live audience. In this episode, Tom Miller was portrayed by Tom Haynes, Trudy Wilkes was portrayed by Summer Sanford, and Mr. Jenkins was portrayed by Peter Shelfo. Additional voices were performed by Eric Debit, Tatiana Guy, and Jay Shapiro. Music was written and performed by Hal Stevens, and live sound effects were performed by Roel Gorman. Transcription by Roger Alford, and direction by Robbie Stone. This has been a production of Lightning Bug Films. Visit us on the web at lightningbugfilms.com.